It's another episode of Confessions of a Potty Mouse Chef, How to Cheat, Eat, and Be Happy. I'm Vicki Van Dyke, the author. And we were in my Jewish phase with Ben, and I was getting to be a little bit of a hopeless romantic. Yes, there were moments that I went all Disney wishing Ben and I could go the distance. Hard to believe, I know, especially after all of those big fat Charlie lessons. I guess it takes some time and effort to truly banish that Disney girl. I also guess you have to really want to truly banish that Disney girl, and I'm not sure I was there yet. But the truth is, I kind of doubt Ben and I would have gone the distance even without the Jew thing. We had some other pretty fundamental differences, and we scrapped a lot. We're both stubborn as hell, and when we argued, no one gave an inch. What we did do well was lots of laughing. We both derived a certain amount of glee from toying with each other in a fun way. Just like this. Hey, Ben, you know what? What, Vic? (laughs) He always called me Vic. I love you. Oh, geez, come on, Vic. No, seriously, Ben, I really do love you. You know, like real, honest, simple love. No expectations, no commitments, just pure, joyful love. That's how I love you. Not I love you. Now you you must commit to love me. I just love you no matter what the outcome is or is not. Ben, audible sigh of relief. So tell me something. I continue realizing he's not going to say anything. Now that you understand this new definition of love, do you love me? Ben. (laughs) More nervous laughter and another, oh, geez, come on, Vic. He didn't say it, but I figured he loved me enough to spend Christmas morning with me on the phone. In those days, I was alone Christmas mornings because Kay's family is German, so their big celebration is Christmas Eve. HBS's family is spread around the world, so her Christmas would be his Christmas, much like my family's Christmas had been his Christmas. Jack was reluctant to leave me on this hallowed night. He knew it was my favorite night of the year, but I insisted he go with his dad. So yes, I was alone until whatever time my son showed up with his dad, who would stay for gifts and brunch on Christmas morning. Actually, there was one Christmas morning that Jack and Grover were with me. It was the only Christmas that Grover and I spent together without drama, six months before he dumped me that final time. Jack had asked to be dropped at my place after his Eve celebrations because I was, quote, way more fun on Christmas morning than Dad and Kay, who like to sleep in. Yeah, that was a special Christmas for me. But on this particular one, two years later, I was alone Christmas morning. And for a Jew, Christmas is just another day off. So I made coffee, called Ben, and we chatted for two hours. It was lovely. He also liked to play guitar and sing and was damn good at both. So we often jammed. Sometimes I'd play piano and he'd sing. Sometimes he'd play guitar and I'd sing. And we even wrote a song together. We were apart on New Year's Eve that year. I had a gig and he had his friends in Toronto, a large posse I had never met. At that point, I knew exactly where our relationship was going. Nowhere. So I had invited another new prospect to be my New Year's date. This could have all been nice and fine. The new guy was highly smitten with me and I was willing to explore, except Ben and I completely unexpectedly spent the night before together. In previous months, we had spent a few nights together at his place because I do not drink and drive. The first was after my office Christmas party. He was my date. 
We lay in his bed for hours, and I mean literally hours, listening to his vast collection of R&B. Ben and I have very similar tastes in music, so every new song inspired an, oh, I love this one, or oh, I haven't heard this one in years. It really was a magical night. But Ben doesn't drink much, so when he visited me in Guelph, he always went home. The boy liked to sleep alone, no touching, thank you kindly. And I think it was also his way of setting boundaries, reminding me of the rules that you can love me rule, just don't fall in love with me. But on the night before New Year's Eve, Ben had come to my regular gig, first and only time, and for whatever reason opted to come home with me, to my house, and stay the night. Was it New Year's guilt, a belated Christmas offering? I didn't care. It was wonderful. In the morning, he even fried me eggs the way his mama had taught him. It was so damn hard to say goodbye and hard to watch him go that morning. I was definitely going Disney. Needless to say, as I sang my heart out that evening, my head was full of Ben. The poor other guy didn't stand a chance. Shortly before midnight, I sent Ben a text. If I could choose one person to kiss at midnight, I would choose you. Happy New Year, Ben. I got his reply immediately. Happy New Year, sweetie. I love you. (laughs) And you wonder why I go Disney. Still, not all stories have fairy tale endings. I mean, are there any Jewish fairy tales? And I'm just happy that Ben came into my life. The official dissolution of our relationship was a tear fest for me and a manly demonstration of resolve for him. Come on, Vic, you know you're getting in too deep. You know I can't take you where you want to go. You've always known me, Snivel. Ben, damn it, Vic. I don't think we can do this anymore. Me, snivel louder. Ben, oh, I thought you knew this was just going to be light. You know, fun. Me, snivel louder than sob. Ben, okay, Vic, honest, I gotta go. I'll call you tomorrow, okay? But I really don't think we should see each other anymore. At least not for a while. You gotta get your head back on straight. Yeah, indeed I did. I sobbed buckets after he left. My brain knew everything was unfolding as it must, but my heart felt clobbered. Not annihilated, just beat up. And it was pretty much my own damn fault. So I pulled myself together and wrote him a heartfelt email, thanking him for all the amazing moments we had shared. It sucked that there would be no more, but I knew he was right. The epilogue. Three months after we broke up and I had moved on to my next relationship, I visited Ben who had just undergone surgery and was somewhat immobile. It was around his birthday and I brought lunch and of course, pie. This was our first encounter since that tearful farewell night and it was really nice. We had a wonderful chat during which I told him all about my new boyfriend. I think he was surprised, but at the same time, genuinely happy for me. When I went to leave, he gave me the absolute biggest, warmest hug he had ever offered and asked me to come back again soon. And then he said, I love you. It still ranks way up there as one of the best I love yous of my life. And that's why I'll happily bake that chocolate cream for him any time he wants. I also do an easy peasy lemon squeezy pie and you will find the recipe on our Potty Mouse Chef 
Facebook page. But I make this one for my friends and it's always a big hit. Even though you're cheating like crazy with boxed filling, everybody thinks you made the whole darn thing from scratch because the shortbread crust. It's all about the crust. So check it out. I'm Vicki Van Dyke. In our next episode, we'll be currying flavor. I'll see you next time on Confessions of a Potty Mouse Chef, How to Cheat, Eat, and Be Happy.